All right, guys, what's up? Today we are going to be talking about the concept of doing less and doing it better. And we're also going to talk a little bit about being a workaholic and trying to hack the systems that we know will bring us success. And we're going to talk about that as it pertains to work, as it pertains to relationships, and as it pertains to health and fitness and CrossFit. And how I've seen so many people over the years try to outsmart or outthink or outwork consistency. And it just doesn't work that way. And it's something that we have to be aware of, something that we have to be fearful of, and something that we have to combat with making sure that we implement proper systems and put them in place consistently. So last week we talked a little bit about putting systems and habits in place that will allow you a little bit more schedule autonomy and consistency. And one of the things that we think about is a true system is infallible. A true habit is not something that you have to even think about. And Maria and I got into a discussion about this yesterday and we talked a lot about how, you know, if something's truly a habit, if it is truly a system, something that you are ingrained in doing, then moving, or life circumstances, having a child, changing jobs, moving cities, doesn't change that from happening or it doesn't stop it from happening. You still wake up and you still do it. And I think that that's something that's hard for people to understand sometimes. So often at the gym we hear, yeah, you know, when I when I, you know, get through this crazy work season or when we get back from vacation, then I'm going to start. Then I'm going to start eating healthy. And it's like, well, you can put the system in place right now. That can start today, right? There's no reason that you have to wait until you have to get back on vacation. In reality, to me, all you're saying is I'm not convicted enough that I need this system in place in my life right now. And you think that something in the future is going to change that. And it's not. 99 times out of 100, you will get back from vacation, you'll get back into the chaos of life, and nothing will change. You won't put that system in place. And I've seen it happen a million times because a system and a habit is something that doesn't really, it doesn't matter if you're on vacation, right? And Kristen Chrisman is a great example of this. We went on vacation to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic with them. I think it was last year, but almost two years ago now. And, you know, we always joke with how, like, Kristen just comes into class like four days a week or five days a week, and she's just this incredible athlete, and she just kicks everybody's butt, and she's strong, and she's fit, and she looks amazing. Uh, and it's like, you know, it's kind of this on-range joke. We're like, oh, she just doesn't have to work for it that hard, right? And one of the things that I found when I was on vacation with her is it's a system for her, right? When I go on vacation in my head, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, maybe I won't work out. You know, maybe I'll have a couple beers tonight. Maybe I will intentionally break my systems to quote unquote kick back and relax. But what I saw from her the first day is, you know, I'm sleeping in past my normal time and 6 a.m. sunrise is coming up. Kristen's got a couple cups of coffee down and she goes out into the backyard of the little like villa that we're staying at and she starts doing jumping lunges and burpees and air squats. And this is no joke. Jumping lunges, burpees, and air squats at 6 a.m. on vacation. That was her system. 
That's her system when she's at home. That's her system when she's on vacation. That's her system everywhere, all the time, no matter what. And when you get that, what happens is the long-term consistency of that builds you into, for in this case, a freak athlete. It's not a freak, right? It's not, it's not happenstance. It's a system, right? It's something that she can count on. She's going to continue to look amazing and be lean and be an incredible athlete because there's no time off. There's no break in the system, right? That was probably the hardest possible situation for her to want to go out, wake up early, and go out and knock out a 20-minute body weight AMRAP with stuff that me personally, not what I do on vacation, right? What I like to do on vacation if I'm going to work out at all is I go and find a CrossFit gym and I try to knock out like some power cleans, right? Some stuff where I don't need to warm up very much. And I've done something very similar with my own, you know, financial situation is since I was 18 or 19 years old, right when I first joined the army, I got a big signing bonus and I got out of basic training and it's the first time I'm really off on my own, which can be a scary thing, both financially for an individual, but also, uh, you know, just from like a, like a cooking and a life and all that perspectives. First time you're really, you know, taking care of yourself. If you grew up like me, like a, you know, probably slightly spoiled suburban kid, And so, you know, one of the things that I read in a book, and I don't even remember what book it was now, I was reading, uh, you know, I read a couple like self-made millionaire or, you know, rich dad, poor dad, or it was maybe one of Dave Ramsey's books. I can't quite remember, but whatever it was, it talked about how, you know, you pay yourself first. And so you set up these automatic withdrawals and automatically you take money out and you put it into an IRA, automatically you take money out and you put it into an emergency fund, and automatically you take money out and you put it into a mutual fund. And I've done that since I was 19 years old and I've always had it automatically set up. Now, obviously the amounts uh, ebb and flow, you know, as I was a ridiculously wealthy E3 joining the military, making $1,700 to $1,800 post-tax a month, uh, you know, I was really raking it in. But even at the time, I was, I think, moving like $50, $25, and $50 over. So it ended up being about $125 a month. And I just set that habit. And those recurring uh, deposits or recurring transfers have been on now for 15 years. And it's been something that has just been a system. And I never see the money. It doesn't ever enter my you know, main checking account. And that's been the system that I've lived in for a while. And that's helped me save money, be financially independent and smart, and make good decisions. That is my system. That doesn't change whether or not you know the business has a good month or a bad month, or whether or not I can afford it because of a house or whatever. It's just, it's there, it's automatic, it's not an option. And I think that's the biggest thing when we start thinking about these habits and these systems, is how infallible is your system? Is it something that when you go on vacation, you still do? Is it something that you're still aware of? Is it something that you feel anxious about if you're not doing it? And I think this is a big part of being a workaholic is sometimes workaholics or people who are working a lot. And this is honestly, if I have one thing that I'm working on myself the most, it's being a workaholic. It's running to work to be a doer way too often and you know, trying to think more about how can I set up a system 
for me to come in and knock out the work that's required for me and then get back to what would be considered like a personal life or, you know, a social life or my own health and fitness or whatever it might be. Workaholics live in this zone of kind of filling time gaps with loose work all the time, right? And so it's not a system at all. If I if you asked me tomorrow, "Hey, when are you going to be working on stuff?" right? Even now, I don't have a great answer to that question. I would tell you kind of all day, right? Whenever I can. Whatever whatever possibility I have, you know, I've got all this stuff that gets in the way of me working. And so what I'm trying to work towards now is being able to answer that question with a much more systematic result. Right. Well, in the morning, I do my creative work. I think about the future of the business. I think about the development of the employees and the coaches. I think about how can we be better? How can we serve our clients better? What are things in place that are inefficiencies? Right. What does the future look like from an equipment perspective, from a programming perspective? That's my creative time in the morning. I try to do that from around seven to 10. And traditionally, it all start with some personal development or some business development book that I'll read for about 30 to 45 minutes and try to get my head in the space of being a creative thinker, being somebody who, you know, I I like to read until my mind starts to race and then I can't read anymore and I have to put the book down and I have to go and develop or I have to go and create. So that's kind of my process in the morning. But once that gets going, you know, sometimes it turns into more like putting out fires and, you know, having sit downs and, you know, trying to get a little bit looser with coaching and some of these things. So I'm trying to reel that in a little bit more where I have a little bit more set hours. I can put that on a calendar. I can articulate it and tell you exactly what my process is, but it's not easy. It's something that takes a lot of work. You know, it's something where it's taking email, work email off your phone and dedicating time during the day to do it. And then making sure that once, you know, seven or eight o'clock hits and Maria and I get home for the night, that we're devoted to each other, that we're not wrapping up work or constantly, you know, oh, I've got to still, I've got to get this out or I got to do this tonight. But it's hard because we set that tone both with clients and also with each other. And it's something that becomes easily acceptable all the time. Uh, you know, Andrew's eyes are always jokes with me about my email response time. And I think he jokes with me because he thinks it's too quick, right? Um, which, you know, leads you to that conclusion that I'm too often on my email. And so, you know, these are all things that I'm trying to work on, trying to be better at and trying to put more systems in place. You know, some things I've got great systems in place. I've got phenomenal sleep systems and stress management systems in place. Pretty good with eating, right? Not a huge issue for me. Um, Okay with working out right now. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, making into three, four classes a week and that feels great for me. I love it. I feel good. I recover. Uh, I have a lot of fun and, you know, I'm just enjoying being in and around the community and enjoying my workouts and, you know, limiting those to an hour. But being a workaholic is something that is also interesting inside the CrossFit space and the fitness space generally. And this conversation is born this morning from a you know text message and a conversation and some things leading back with one of the clients in the morning who you know started to feel like he wanted to what I consider to be quote unquote hack fitness right. And this is a, a common thing. It's, um, you know, from the book called Mastery. And it talks about how you master any craft in this mastery curve. And it's a really cool thought experiment. But basically what he talks about is it is 
develop a system, implement it consistently, and be successful. And that's it. And really, when we break down anything, that is it. It's so simple, but it is not easy. It is so simple, right? That's it. Build a system, implement it consistently, and be successful. And so what we think about and what I talked with my coaches about this week is our goal as coaches is to show you the system. That's it. That's where our expertise comes in. You meet with Andy on nutrition or Holly on nutrition. You start to have those discussions and it's here's the system that you need to put in place for you to be successful. Now it's your turn to implement it consistently. And then we help you with that implementation And that's it. And that's where our guidance comes in. It's the same thing with CrossFit, right? I'm telling you, come in five days a week or four days a week. And all this is going to depend on your goals. But let's say come in five days a week. Do what the coach says. Be there early. Warm up. Do mobility in the evenings. Get eight to ten hours of sleep a night. Eat healthy. Drink water. And do that consistently. And you will be successful right? When we say go hard, go hard. When I tell you to take it back a notch and work on form, you take it back a notch and you work on form. And that's it, right? It is a simple system, but it's not easy. And so what a lot of people try to do and what I've found over the years is that people don't trust the system. It's the system a lot of times that made you unbelievably strong and healthy and fit It's the same system. It's the same class structure. All I've done is improve and become a better programmer and become better at implementing this system. For those of you guys who were around in 2011, 2012, and you remember my programming, it's quite a bit different, right? And it's quite a bit better. It's more effective. It allows you to recover between workouts, which allows you to become stronger. It has more stability work in it. It has more unilateral work in it. All of that helps with injury prevention and mobility and strength. It's why we get guys who are 45 that are fitter than they were when they were 40 and their bodies feel better and they're not working as hard, right? And so this is the conversation that I had is, you know, hey, that front squat PR looked amazing today, right? Your mobility, your stability, your strength, your speed, everything has improved, When before, when he was trying to hack the system, right, what he was trying to do is he was trying to do class five days a week, and then he was trying to do a squat program at home, and then he was trying to add this and that on. He was doing extra work afterwards, and he was buying this program and that program. And so my conversation to him was, why don't we just go back to the original system and do things better, right? Implement it and it alone more consistently, that will allow you to recover, right? We were trying to do things that were off system. So if the system is come in, do class, do mobility, sleep, eat healthy, recover, right? What we were doing was we were skipping mobility. We were skipping stability. We weren't necessarily dialed in in nutrition. We weren't necessarily hitting class consistently. And so we got to a place where we were maybe injured or we were not recovering between workouts. Our central nervous system was fried. You get weaker, Right, You beat yourself down instead of allow yourself to build itself back up. So we simplified. It's just one hour a week. Come in, 
maximize, right? If you're going to sign up for the squat program, sign up for the squat program and come in and everything that I put in the overview, the nutrition, the mobility, the recovery work, recovery days, understanding all that stuff and implementing that system. And he's been phenomenally successful ever since. But like I said to him today, I'm so proud of you and happy for you because this is so hard to do, especially once you've been doing CrossFit for four or five years, or you've been working on your fitness hard and your nutrition hard for four or five years. It is so hard to take a step back and look at yourself objectively and say, I'm going to do less and I'm going to do it better. And that ultimately will make me more successful. It takes some trust. And he had to trust me when I told him that to actually believe me, to take a second and understand that I'm looking out for his best interest. I truly do want everybody to be successful. But when you're telling me that the fix to your problem is to do a bunch of extra work and simultaneously not adjust nutrition or adjust sleep or adjust any of these other things and do it without a plan, do it without a system, right? And that was the quote I put on the board this week. If you can't explain to me what you're doing in a system, then you don't know what you're doing. You're lost and you need some guidance. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, as I've done this longer and longer and I've seen more and more people, you know, be successful or quit at that four to five year mark, the main difference is the people who take a second and become more successful at that time, at that fork in the road, they're the people who understand that the system is the system they fell in love with when they started, right? It's just coming to class and doing your best and then focusing on the small things, right? You can always do something better and you can always do something more consistently. And the people who quit are the people who BCD, they blame the programming, they blame the coaches, they blame the schedule, they blame everything, they complain about it. And at the end of the day, what I've found is all it is, is a lack of understanding that the system doesn't get more complex. It actually becomes more simple. And like I said, that is hard. It's against human nature, right? Our thought is that we always have to do more. And CrossFit Games and CrossFit Games documentaries and all that shit and Matt Frazier and blah, blah, blah. All that does is continue to push that narrative forward. You think because of watching those documentaries that if you've been coming to five classes a week, which is about 10 workouts a week, right? Or 10 portions of workouts a week. You think the best answer is for you to do 12 and then to do 14 and then to start doing extra stuff on the side on, you know, every single day and now to add a sixth day and to do all these things when it's not. It's to take those 10 workouts that you've been doing and do them better and then do the things that we talk about outside better. And I think sometimes this holds true in relationships. I think it holds very true in business. But if we think about it with relationships, it's, you know, what are the simple things, right? What are the simple things that we're just not doing and we're worried about all this other crap, 
right? We're worried about how I'm going to get them this monstrosity of a gift, or I'm going to take them on this huge vacation, and that's going to fix everything, and we're going to buy a big house, and we're going to buy more cars, and we're going to do all these things. When in reality, the biggest thing that makes a difference is rolling over and telling your wife that you love her before you pick up your cell phone for the day. Or taking a second to make sure that, you know, if they've had a long day, that you do all the dishes, you take out all the trash, you clean the house so that when they come home, they don't feel more stress and more anxiety and more things lingering and hanging over their head. It's taking a second at the grocery to see something that they love and grab it for them and bring it home and surprise them. You know, and so this is something that I've tried to focus on a lot more is the small things, you know, sharing gratitude and taking just a second every day to make sure that I'm looking out for Maria's best interest. I'm looking out for, I'm looking at her day and I'm looking at, is it stressful? And if so, how can I make it less stressful? And is her day amazing and it's loose and she gets to do exactly what she wants to do? Awesome. How can I set her up? How can I go to, you know, Home Depot like Maria loves organizing? How can I go and grab her stuff at Home Depot so that she can just stay in her zone at the house, right? And so these are the little things that I'm constantly trying to obsess over and improve and make better. And I really truly now I'm sort of honestly becoming a bit obsessed with this this concept of less is more simple is better, and consistency is everything. And I think the biggest thing that we talk about all the time is be, you know, I'm a big believer in that quote of be willing to do the things that other people won't so that you can achieve what they cannot. And, you know, there's probably, I probably messed that up. But, you know, that quote, that concept is, you know, the things that people are not willing to do are the simple things. They think it's the complex things. They think it's the hard things. They think that, you know, eating healthy is this like amazingly difficult thing where I can never figure it out and I've never been successful because of X and Y and Z when it is so simple. It's just not easy. And so those are the things that we have to start kind of examining for our life. And so I want you guys to think about it first. And, you know, our big thing that we're kind of focusing on this week, our homework for this week is to try to think about, are we trying to hack our systems, whether it be work? Are you trying to hack work and be a workaholic? Are you trying to get to this place and take a shortcut and think that if I just work more, I'll get one more client or I'll be better at X and Y and Z, but you're not actually implementing the small things and doing those to the best of your ability yet. And then think about it as you guys are working out. The question structure is so simple. What do you want to achieve with your health and fitness? What is the system that needs to be put in place for you to achieve that? And then implement that system to the best of your ability. Then once you do that, you have to make it a habit. Once you do that consistently for years, you will see success beyond what you ever thought you could to achieve. What you started with is your goals to get a first pull up or to get, you know, to lose 10 pounds. You're going to look back on those goals and you are going to laugh at them because if you implement the right system, 
those are going to be unbelievably simple and you're going to blow so far beyond them in just a few years that you're going to need to really sit and really take a closer look at, you know, what do I actually want to achieve here? What do I actually want to do? Because now I know that with this system, I can accomplish anything, right? There is no limit to what I can achieve. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And where people fade and how successful you are is just a degree of how consistent you were. So if we think back to Kristen Chrisman, and she accomplished a lot this year in the CrossFit Games season, and she was really not overly focused on that. I actually had to convince her to do the Open, like, two weeks or three weeks before it started, I told her, I was just like, why don't you just do this, you know, for the community and have some fun and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, I, I tried to, tried to convince her and then, you know, we tried to work on it as not being something that was stressful for her, but I think ultimately maybe it did end up being something that was stressful for her. So I was very thankful that she did it, but it's so inspiring to watch. It's somebody who comes into class four days a week and she's just very consistent with her nutrition if she goes on vacation, she hits everything. She still works out. She still is committed to her systems, to her processes. And because of that, I think she finished like 58th or 60th this year in the 35 to 39 women, which is like the hardest category to qualify for in the entire CrossFit Games season or open. And she has slowly but consistently improved. And I think that that's where we look at it is she is that unbelievable rock, that pillar of consistency that we aspire to. And, you know, she's always inspired me from, from that end of things. And I've always respected her for the fact that, you know, fitness and health is just a way of life for her. And it's something that she has dialed in and is truly an infallible habit, whether or not they move, right, which they've moved a few times, whether or not they travel, and they go on vacation, which she travels. She sees her family quite a bit. And, you know, she's to New York. She's to Philly. And she still hits the gym or she still gets a workout in all the time. It's very inspiring. And I truly think that that's, you know, if we look at degrees of success with business, right? If you follow around these business people, if you read their autobiographies, if you watch movies about them, if you read Tools of Titans and all this stuff, they are creatures of unbelievable habit. They have systems for creativity. They have systems that they implement. They put surround themselves with amazing people and they have meetings with those people that accomplish goals. And that is their system. And so that's kind of what I want you guys to obsess over this week. And you know, really think about, as this is a fitness podcast, I want you guys to think about your fitness. Where is your system weak? And where are you maybe trying to hack it? You know, Are you skipping your mobility at night? Are you skipping eating consistently? And if you are, don't think about how you can add workouts or how you can do more because that's trying to hack the system. And one of the things I've seen out of people over the years is they try to change their circumstances and they assume that the circumstance change will automatically fix their issues and will automatically fix their systems, but it won't, right? We can't, you know, be inconsistent in coming to the gym and then we build a garage gym and all of a sudden now we're just a pillar of consistency 
right? The reason we probably aren't making the gym is because we haven't made it a priority. We haven't, before the week even started, we haven't put that on our calendar first before we put meetings, before we put social outings, before we put other things. Before the week starts, we put meal prep time on Sunday and we block two to three hours, right? And get efficient with it. Do your laundry, do meal prep time, do all that crap. Get it all out in one. Build a system around it. Make it automatic. And then just be constantly thinking about how I can make it better. How can I improve this? What little thing am I not doing, right? Maybe before you were doing Ramwad at the end of the night and now you're going to add a five-minute barefoot squat hold at the end of the Ramwad each time. Small change, simple change, big improvement, right? Before I was coming to the gym and I would, you know, I didn't know before the week started when I was going to come. I knew it was going to be after work, but maybe it was going to be 3.30, maybe 4.30, maybe 5.30. And then once every two weeks, I didn't make it to the gym because I was tired after work or I had, or stuff got in the way or I had to stay late or something came up right? That's not a system. That's not something you can rely on. That's not something you can count on. If you just think, yeah, I'm probably going to go to the gym today. That's not it. That's not it. I should be able to talk to you on Sunday and say, when are you going to go to the gym tonight? And I'm in a great group chat that sits there on Saturday and Sunday, and they tell each other before the week even starts, I'm going to be there on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm going to be there on Tuesday, Thursday. Those are the days that I am going to 100% be there. And it's clockwork. You can count on it. It's reliable. And that helps the accountability of the entire group. It's a part of their system. So hopefully that gives you guys something to, uh, to really work on. And, you know, it's something I'm actually going to stop this podcast. And I'm going to do right now. I'm going to put my workouts in for the week. That's going to be the first thing that I'm going to do in my calendar because my own health and fitness is first. I already have blocked off my creativity time, my development time for myself and for my business. That's already blocked off on my calendar. That's an automatic every week. That does not change day to day. It's every single day, right? It's 6.30 to 7 a.m. when I get up out of bed, have a cup of coffee, and I immediately start to read. I tell Maria I love her. I tell her why I'm grateful for her. And then I get into whatever my creative process is, wherever my mind goes when I'm reading, I dive into that piece of work for about two to three hours. That's my process every morning. And it's blocked off on my calendar and there's no possible way that things can interrupt it. I don't allow it. Now where I need to get better, because obviously I have you know major issues and things that, uh, things that get in my way, but where I need to be better, and one of the big things that I know I need to improve on, and one of the systems that I need to put in place is I need better evening routines and probably better work systems and work routines to make sure that my evenings are a bit more systematic and you know not workaholic related. I'm not trying to hack work at you know 10 o'clock at night after Maria's gone to bed. Um, you know, rather I spend that time with her and I go to bed with her. And so, you know, that's the big thing that I'm working on. And, you know, it's, it's hard to see a system to put in place, I think for that, but, you know, we're working on it. Both of us are. And, you know, I hope that it's something that you guys can get back to me on in, you know, a few weeks or a few months and we will have both gotten better at, and I will have gotten better at, and I can articulate that to you because remember, if I can't tell you how it's a system, 
then I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just shooting from the hip. And when you're shooting from the hip and you don't know what you're doing, then something is going to come up in your life that will knock it off the rails. It will happen. You will find a new relationship. You will get a new job. Something will come up and all of a sudden, you're going to be the guy at the gym who is coming five days a week, was an amazing part of the community, was super consistent, you know, 4.30 every day. We always see him. And then something happens and poof, I get an email six weeks later. Yeah, hey, Jeff, uh, you know, this new job just came on and, you know, I'm crazy busy now and there's just, you know, no way I can get to the gym. So I'm going to go ahead and need to cancel. And now we know that it wasn't necessarily a true system. It wasn't a true habit. It wasn't something that you were really convicted in. Because what I know about relationships and what I know about health and fitness and what I know about financial health is it's a consistency game. It's mastery. It's 100% what it is. It's find the system, implement it consistently, which implement it consistently can be like for the rest of your life, which for me, that's what health and fitness is, right? It's implement it consistently is implement it for the rest of your entire life and be successful. And that's it. And so, you know, we can't let things come in and derail it because that knocks off the last part, right? If I can't implement it consistently, then I cannot be successful with it. So just keep that stuff in mind as you guys are looking at that. And I hope that this really hits home for you guys. This is, um, you know, honestly, it's, it's life-changing for me. And, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like grabbing a hold of some of this and really starting to look at some of that, uh, you know, is, is bringing me to a mental and a physical place that has brought me a lot of happiness. It's making my relationship better. It's making my work and business life feel more controllable and feel more sustainable and I'm not worried about it or anxious all the time and it makes my health and fitness more fun. I love it. Like I, I I've never been happier doing CrossFit. I've you know, people I think sometimes think that when you hack the system when you get better and when I just when I just get that 260 pound snatch or when I just get that 450 pound back squat, I'll be happy. And I was that guy for so long and it just is not the way that it works. You cannot say, when I achieve this, I will be happy. Or when I achieve this, I will be successful in infinite games, right? It's just a finite success. And so... Hopefully that helps you guys. Um, you know, I, I get super juiced up about it. Uh, you know, it's it's so uh, it's so exciting. You know, and I love when people start to get this stuff like dialed in because their life becomes so fulfilling and optimized and happy. And you know, it's something that is I I think it's a huge part of the path to happiness. It's a huge huge part of the path to personal development and you know being being in a situation where you don't worry about about anything in your life because you know that you can rely on the systems that are in place. So hopefully that helps you guys and uh, let me know if you guys are putting some of these systems in place. You guys maybe change your systems because of this. Uh, you know, there's definitely some really good situations going on right now. And, you know, shout out to, you know, Amanda Danko and Jason Bourne who both had, you know, huge PRs uh, after spending some time, you know, talking to me and really trusting when I told them that they were 
maybe trying to just do a little too much and they needed to back things off appropriately and they needed to do the little things a little bit better. And, uh, you know, they listened and I think that that's hard to do sometimes, but they both were unbelievably successful in this PR week as many of you guys were. So congratulations if it was your systems that brought you there, because if it was, then you will continue to be successful for the foreseeable future. So thanks guys. Have a great day. Have a great weekend.